Praise the Lord, everybody. Before we get started, we don't want to let the day pass. We just want to mention that um, Pastor and First Lady, they have their 51st wedding anniversary coming up this Thursday, I think. So if they would come up, we have, before you sit down, just have a little card of appreciation for you both. Take them nowhere. the Lord this afternoon, those watching on live stream, we welcome you, it's a great, uh, beautiful day right now, so we just thank the Lord, I know the Lord is going to move in a mighty way in today's service, come with that expectation that the Lord is going to move today, hallelujah, and I'm so thankful to be in his house on this Sunday, hallelujah, so I just want to make some uh, brief announcements this morning on the calendar. Uh, let's keep in uh, in our prayers this week. The uh, ABFC Senior Camp uh, is in Hot Springs. There are many of them on the road right now, traveling down there uh, to Hot Springs for the camp. So let's remember our youth in prayer and pray for them that they'll have a mighty move of the Lord this week. Lord, strengthen our, the young people and bless them. Uh, 
the word goes forth and that they have a great time in the Lord and pray that the temperature remains down and less humidity for them as they have their activities in the daytime. So we want to remember them this week. And on uh, on Wednesday, it looks like Brother Paul and Sister Shelley has an anniversary. So you have been notified, Brother Paul, so on Wednesday. So. <laughs> Praise the Lord. We thank the Lord for them. And uh, we already mentioned Pastor Sister Darlene already. On Saturday, uh, the 17th, there's a sign-up sheet on the welcome desk for Men's Day Fellowship Breakfast. Uh, we're going to do this uh, on Saturday at 9 o'clock at the, uh, the Bob Evans restaurant. Uh, they're on uh, Broly Parkway, uh, right off of Broly Parkway on this Saturday, so please sign up. All men are welcome uh, to come for this breakfast at 9 o'clock. Uh, just sign up, put your name down on the list right out there if you would uh, this morning so we know who to expect. 9 a.m. Saturday, uh, and we'll have a great time in the Lord on Saturday for the men's fellowship breakfast. Also, the Shepherd's Voice is uh, out there on the table. There's still a few more out there. Uh, this is a quarterly newsletter that Pastor puts out. This one is really good. Uh, so if you have not already picked one up, be sure and grab that uh, before you leave this afternoon. Uh, Pastor puts uh, very much time and effort uh, in that newsletter, and it will encourage you, uplift you, give you motivation uh, for this day that we are living in. It is titled, How Are You Standing? Uh, so we definitely... Uh, need to know where we, how we are standing in the Lord right now because the situations that we face in society, uh, it's, a, it's a newsletter that is very much relevant to what is going on in this day and hour that we're living in. Next Sunday is Father's Day, and so uh, we will be um, celebrating our fathers next Sunday, so remember that. We look forward to seeing everyone here on next Sunday for Father's Day. And also coming up uh, the Sunday after that is our 75th CFC homecoming, so we're thankful for that. Uh, invite someone out to come be with us. Uh, we have a special guest speaker, Brother Nathan Young, will be here. Uh, he will be singing and ministering in the afternoon service. But we're just coming uh, with a heart of thanksgiving. The, the Christ Family Church has been here for 75 years. We're so thankful and blessed of the Lord for this to happen. So let's invite someone out. Uh, to be with this on that homecoming Sunday here in just a couple of weeks. Praise the Lord. I believe that is all the announcements. Oh, it's in, a, it's in the um, um, bulletin today as well that the youth girls camping uh, see Sister Margie. The youth girls are planning on a camping trip. Looks like in the calendar it is just a couple weeks away, the 28th through the 1st. So uh, all the young ladies who wish to... Uh, go on this trip. See Sister Margie about that. She'll give you all the info if you have not already. Praise the Lord. I'm sorry. Oh, yes. Also, for the 75th anniversary, uh, Pastor wanted me to announce that uh, we will be doing polo shirts this year uh, instead of just regular t-shirts. And so these polo shirts are going to be nicer. They're going to have uh, the year on there, 19. 48 to, uh, to 2023, and so 75-year anniversary. It's going to be a real nice polo shirt. We want to, uh, There's going to be a sign-up list, I believe, on that, right? Is it on the board or the desk? 
on a board in it in the back. So uh, before you leave today, please, please sign up for these. It's $25 each, so that's very that's that's not bad at all. I think our t-shirts are normally eight, seventeen, eighteen. So uh, these are gonna be real nice. So uh, sign up uh, so we know exactly how many we to order for that. We're gonna uh, do with it. Uh, the nice polo shirt this time. So remember that. Sign up on the on the sheet out there. Men's breakfast and the polo shirt. Don't forget that this afternoon before we leave. All righty. Let's go to our devotion this morning. Uh, we are going to go to the book of Psalm, chapter 18, and we're going to read verse 46. Psalm 18, verse 46. It says, The Lord lives. Blessed be my rock. Let the God of my salvation be exalted. Hallelujah. The Lord lives. Exclamation point. We're, we, we are not serving or worshiping a dead God. All right. He is alive forevermore. The Lord lives. Blessed be my rock. He is my rock. He cannot be shaken. He cannot be moved. Hallelujah. And I thank the Lord for that today. Blessed be my rock. Let the God of my salvation be exalted. There's nobody going to stop me from worshiping my God this morning. Hallelujah. I know what he's done in my life. I know how he has moved. And I'm going to let my heart rejoice in him today. I'm going to sing with a loud voice. I'm going to clap my hands. I'm going to praise him. Not to be a showboat. Not to say, hey, look at me. But I'm going to praise him because I know he is my rock. He is my salvation. I know where he has brought me through. Where he has brought me from. Hallelujah. You can't praise the Lord the way I can praise Him for what He's done for me. You don't know what He's done for me. I don't know what He's done for you. Hallelujah. Let's stand this afternoon and let's worship the Lord wholeheartedly and open our hearts to the Lord today. Let Him have His way in this mighty in this place today. The Lord wants to work mightily in someone's life today. I don't know what you come through them doors with, but in the name of the Lord, you will not leave with what you brought in here. You will go out blessed Hallelujah. in the name of the Lord today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name. speed. 
church. I'm going to praise you in advance, my God. For the victory. Yes, for the victory. Precious blood. 
life is full of victory today. this afternoon that if you came in here and you wasn't feeling well within your body or you've been you've been dealing with some sort of physical ailment some sort of health condition uh, if you if you will simply declare in the name of the Lord Come that on. you will not leave here today with that same ailment with that situation in your body that's been bothering you Come it on. is gone in the name of Come Jesus on, claim it Declare it Claim right it. now in the Receive name of the Lord. It. Hallelujah. Receive Hallelujah. it. Receive it. Hallelujah. Receive it. Woo. Glory to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <coughs> I declare, like, like the pastor had the cards out, one of the de uh, morning uh, declarations uh, that's in the word of God is I declare my health 
to prosper, even as my soul prospers. My health is going to prosper today in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. We declare every situation gone in the name of Jesus right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Affliction must flee right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. He plunges to victory. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. 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 Just declare it today and receive it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. If you are watching on live stream, hallelujah, declare it and receive it in the name of Jesus right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praising Him. Hallelujah for it today. Glory to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, God is good. All the time. And all the time. Amen. 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 Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. We serve a real living God. Hallelujah. Jesus is alive and well forevermore. And He is concerned about what you're going through today. He knows what you're going through. He feels what you're going through today. And He wants to help each and every one, no matter what the situation is, no matter what you're going through. We are, we, we are living through some times that, that is stressful just in and of itself, to say the least. Not to mention some physical ailments and health issues that we may be facing. Hallelujah. But I I just feel so overwhelming in my spirit that the Lord has taken care of those situations today. Hallelujah. And I, I, I just want to scream it from, to, hallelujah, that the Lord, hallelujah, has taken care yeah. of it today. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Some of you have been facing it for far too long. Some of you have been putting it up with it for far too long. And Jesus said, I'm on the scene on. today. Jesus said, I have taken care of it Come today. On. Hallelujah. Glory. He's Woo. given a prophetic word. This is a prophetic word through the Holy Ghost right now. You need to receive what God's speaking to you right now. It's a prophetic word through the Holy Ghost. Whether you're in this room or you're watching online. Claim
Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. We believe it and receive it right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank the Father for it. Praise His holy name. God is good. Amen. All the time. And all the time. God is good. Let's give Him one more hand clap of praise for what He has done. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You may be seated. At this time, we are going to ask the blessing upon the tithes and the offering for this week. And just give the Lord praise for how he has taken care of our needs. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we give you praise and glory Hallelujah. for taking care of our needs. We thank you for blessing us, Father. Now, as we receive the tithes and offerings for the week, Lord, we ask that to go for furthest of your kingdom and let all praise and glory come back to your name, Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let everyone say amen. amen. God bless you as you give this afternoon. Hallelujah. Thank you. How many is happy in Jesus today? Hallelujah. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Come on. Well, I woke up this morning feeling fine. Well, I woke up with heaven on my mind. Oh, I woke up with joy in my soul. For I knew. I just want to throw out there 
that this uh, baptismal pool is back here and warm and ready to go for anybody who wants to be baptized in the name of Jesus this afternoon. Hallelujah. We are ready. The baptismal pool is ready. Hallelujah. You can feel mighty fine today to do. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Glory to his name. Thank you, Jesus. At this time, we're going to ask, um, well, yep, Sister Margie. See, people's name just all, all of a sudden just up and leave me as soon as it's about to come out. Sister, we're going to ask Sister Margie to come on up. We thank the Lord for her and, and the work that he has done in her life. And we we receive it right now and declare it in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. But we're going to ask her to come on up this afternoon. Her and Brother Kyle is going to sing a song for us. And let's worship the Lord as they sing. Hallelujah. Praise the name. say I praise the Lord for what he's doing I mean we've been through some valleys and some things that taken us health wise but you know in the past I, I've been through quite a few things before I ever got over here I've had quite a few surgeries quite a few illnesses and a couple of scares and then but the Lord's always brought me through every single time and you know and Brother Ronnie was mentioned something a while ago that you know I, I don't think that the Lord expects us to go through life as being sick Christians that you know that the Lord I don't think wants us to say well look at there there's another one of God's people and he's sick and he's ailing I don't think that's the kind of relationship he wants to have he wants to heal you he wants to do things for you I think that the examples that God always gave was those that did more than they could have done without him you know, then with him and being sick and, and ailing. So yeah. you know, I think that that's what we have to look over sometimes is that, yeah, we're suffering, but we'll look for a period. We'll look for a time, and the Lord's going to make it better. So. Yes, sir. I want to say it really touched me when, when I felt it immediately, and I've been better, so much better since. And I've had a doctor's appointment Thursday. And my doctor came in, and he said, you know, uh, I said, I can't even walk straight. He said, walk a straight line. I said, please, ma'am, I'm hurting me so bad. And he said, well, um, let me go look at your meds. And he came back and he said, your medication is a, is a recipe for disaster. And I said, well, y'all put me on the meds. <laughs> yeah. So the only one that we can truly trust is Jesus. That's right. I mean, the doctors can do the best they can do. That's right. But really, Jesus is the only one that can do anything That's we it, Jesus, yes. And he did change some things around, but I know God touched me Wednesday night. It don't have anything to do with the medicine. God mm-hmm. touched me Wednesday oh, yeah. night. I felt better going home. Mm-hmm. I have felt better in the last two, three days. I mean, God did it. He did it. I'm so thankful. so thankful.
This time we are going to uh, greet one another in the Lord, dismiss for Children's Church, and we change the order of the service and get ready for the word. So if you want to stand and stretch and greet one another, we'll do it at this time. It feels so good. Just be Praise the Lord.
you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise while you make your way back to your seats. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God is good. And all the time, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I know God has already moved in our midst this morning. Um, and with the, uh, the word that went out through Brother Ronnie a while ago, those that that was meant for, if you received that and got a hold of it, you're going to, you're going to notice a difference in your life. Hallelujah. God is all-powerful. We just love him and appreciate him. Amen. Um, I want to make mention a couple of things before I get in my message. Again, today's the last Sunday. We started signing up men last week for the men who wants to come to the fellowship breakfast. It's, uh, we did this last year. This is going to be the Saturday before Father's Day, well, which will be next Saturday. Uh, and it's going to be at Bob Evans uh, at 9 o'clock. Please, uh, we, we need to know how many is going to be there. And I'm going to add this uh, for the men that are coming. Breakfast is on pasture. I'm paying for it. All I ask you to do is just bring a couple dollars in your pocket to leave the waitress. It's a good tip. I've heard too much test testimonies from waitresses in the past saying that they hate to see church people come in because they're the worst tippers in, in there is. Well, I don't want them saying that when we leave. Amen? We want to be the best. Glory to God. So just um, um, your, your breakfast will be paid for. Just make sure you got something for the... For the tip, we're going to spend some just some good time and fellowship there, and uh, the sign-up sheet is there on the um, on the help desk. Amen. Praise the Lord. I um, I know it's something that we should not do, but sometimes we act presumptuously, and uh, uh, I have been. Uh, playing like Jacob this past week and trying to argue with God and wrestle with God. Um, I, I just could not see this message uh, from who, in my mind, would be here today. Um, but the Lord didn't let me get away from it. And I did something that I have usually don't do. I, I have been working on this message since uh, this past Monday. Most of the time I don't start nowhere near that early preparing a message for Sunday, but I've been on it all week. And this message for me has taken me back uh, to my original calling, 20 years that I spent on the evangelistic field uh, packing three small kids 
and, and the back end of an old station wagon going all over the country preaching revivals, tent revivals. And uh, you don't never really, even though, even though God uh, changed after 20 years, um, gave us a different direction, uh, that's always been deep in my blood. And if I had an opportunity to say, well, we're going to give you this great, big, majestic temple to preach in or this great, big, old-fashioned, huge tent that would seat five, six hundred people, I'd much rather preach under the tent. Glory. But I know God wants to speak to somebody today. And like I said, I'm stepping back. I'm not really a pastoral message, but more an evangelistic message. And you can relate this to how it will speak to you and deal with you. But the scripture God gave me early in the week, it comes from Isaiah chapter 1. <coughs> Beginning in verse 18, you read through verse 20. And as we read, if you look on the screen, you will notice there are highlighted words. And I want you to focus especially on those. And this is the words of Jehovah God himself. Come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured by the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come today, we thank you for the presence of the Holy Ghost that we have felt in our worship service. And now, Father, we move to the hour that where we go into your word. And I'm asking, Lord, that you will work with each and every one whose ears hear the words for the next few minutes. Those that are here, those that are watching online, and those that are watch online in days to come. I'm asking God that you will give me the hearts of everyone that I may instill your desires in those hearts. I praise you for salvation. I thank you for eternal life and what you did for each and every man at Calvary. Go with us now and everything's accomplished. We're going to give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. Let the church say, and God bless you and you can be seated. Hallelujah. Glory. 
I'm going to ask a question today uh, in my message. And that question I want to ask is, which option will you take? Look at somebody that's sitting close to you and say, you better receive this word today. Hallelujah. Which option will you take? Now the scripture that we have read for our opening text this morning takes us back in time that when God through the uh, mouth of the prophet Isaiah was given to the people of Judah and Jerusalem an ultimatum. You see, too many of us today, we make the mistake by thinking that God's grace and his mercy and his blessing is going to always be there. But I want I want you to understand and know that I don't care what somebody's out there telling you, his grace and his mercy and his blessing will not always be there. <coughs> Matter of fact, we're living in the hour now that the door to the Gentiles is closing. The Bible talks about the times of the Gentiles and I've done extensive teaching on this in the past. The day and the times of the Gentiles began when God sent Peter uh, to the house of Cornelius and he preached the message. And they all received it. And by God's grace since that time, we who are not Jews have been coming in. But that time, God put a period on it and that door is not going to stay open forever. And I believe that that door is already in motion, slowly closing. God was giving the people of Jerusalem, even though there was his people, an ultimatum. You see, he had placed them in a land of plenty. A land (laughs) with a scripture of flowing with milk and honey. He had given them the mastery over all their enemies. Not an enemy that come against them could stand. Think about that. Every enemy who had the nerve and the gall and the gumption to come up against Israel would fall and be defeated. Glory to God. But they had turned their back on God and had went off loving other gods, serving other gods, doing other things. But yet, amen, hallelujah, he was giving them one final plea. You see, they were, the, the choices they were making and the options they were making was leading them on a Pacific destiny. But God right here when he said, Come now, let us reason together. He was giving them an opportunity to set their own destiny. Amen. They had that 
option to set their own destiny. He gives them two options. The first one, he said, if you are willing and obedient. But then option number two was you can refuse and rebel. Both options had consequences. Amen. Both options had consequences. One negative, one positive. Now, we all appreciate the power to choose, especially as Americans. I mean, that's one thing that we we fought from uh, for from the beginning. We told Great Britain, Britain, you know, we're over here and we are working, we're doing our thing, and you ain't gonna be making choices for us. We love that power to choose. I mean, you don't want somebody else doing all the choosing for you. Amen. You are capable of making up your own mind. And it was God who gave you that option. He could have created us all like robots and programmed us to do what he wanted. But he made us all what theologians call free moral agents. He gives you the power (coughs) to choose to make up your mind. But we sometimes forget that choices give birth to consequences. They give birth to consequences. And that brings us down to the hour in which we live in now. Because we too got two options, every one of us, given to us by the grace of a loving Heavenly Father. Once we realize that we stand guilty before a holy and righteous God. Brother Bobby did a, a great job in the lesson this morning bringing that, that out. You know, we all, uh, who, who is guilty, let him be first to cast a stone. We understand that, and we have been given to that to, uh, by the Lord. Once we realize that we all stand guilty The Lord God in his grace has designed for us to experience life and goodness in him. Hallelujah. He's given that to us because we realize according to 2 Peter 3 and 9 that God is not willing that any should perish but that all come to repentance. I mean, God's better than what some... uh, Modern Christians are. God don't want nobody to be lost. Hmm? I heard a preacher preaching a message one time. Oh, Lord, it was powerful. He said some people are carrying some bigger grudge and chips on the shoulder that there are some people they'd rather see to go to hell than go to the altar and get right. Man, that's, that's, that's some harsh stuff right there, ain't it? But I've seen that to be true sometimes. But God's not willing that any should perish, but all come to repentance. He's made a way for reconciliation to be possible, even though we have fallen short and deserve judgment. There's not a man, woman, boy, or girl in this building or watching online that does not deserve judgment. (coughs) 
he has given us the privilege of two options, two paths. So this sermon is compelling us to make a decision. Which option will you take? Let's get into it, to the first point. He said, come, let us reason together. The Lord really dealt in my spirit on this. And I don't care what you think your spiritual outlook is right now, or spiritual condition, I should say. I want you to take this to heart, to what God is talking, and learn about the, the really love and the mercy of God. He said, come, let us reason together. And now, if you read the first chapter of Isaiah, the, the verses immediately above the ones that we've read, God is pointing out all the sins and transgressions that they had been guilty of. He calls them a sinful nation, a people that is laden with iniquity. He called them a brood of evil doers. You'll see all that in that first chapter. And he even identifies them as Sodom and Gomorrah. He identifies them as Sodom. That tells you how, how much God is repulsed about how they've been living and what they have been doing. Yet, with all their abuse of his love, abuse of his love, you think you may have ever been guilty of abusing the love of God? With all the abuse of his love and all their reckless behavior, we can see a picture of God's heart that's wrapped in grace when he makes the plea to come. Come. The Bible is filled with this invitation to come. It's given to the lost. It's given to the abused. It's given to the broken, to the hurting. And I want to share with you just a few of those places. And as they put, put it up on the screen, the Lord has said to Noah, in Genesis 71, come into the ark, you and your household. You see, you can see the, the grace of God, but the judgment of God is already here. Because God told Noah and his family to come into the ark before the drop of rain started. And we know, he said, the Lord shut them in. I want you to see something in this verse in Genesis that sometimes we overlook. By this time, by this time, everybody else had done past the point of no return. The invitation was not to anybody else at this point, but to Noah and his family. He spoke to Noah and said, Come, you and your household. Well, Brother Sam, ain't that kind of cruel? Ain't that kind of mean? Listen, 
you got to realize something. Noah had been preaching to everybody else for 120 years. They've had plenty of time. How many messages have we heard preached? Amen. That we need to be born again. That we need to repent. That we need to get baptized in Jesus' name and be filled with the Holy Ghost. How many times? How many times do you think that I deserve to hear that before I'm not here anymore? There's a, there's a point there. There's a place. <clears throat> so Genesis 7 and 1, God told Noah to come. Psalms 102 says, Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence was singing. The song of Solomon. Not everybody is spiritually deep enough to study that book because you get in the flesh. But it's a beautiful allegory that speaks of a relationship between Christ and his bride. And in Song of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 10, listen to this. My beloved spoke and said to me, Rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. All the way back in the Old Testament, we see something alluding to the rapture of his bride. There's going to come a day, and it's not going to be very long. Those that know his voice, it's going to hear him say, Rise up, my love. Rise up, my church. Rise up, my people. Hallelujah. There's too much mess on this earth any longer. I have, I have sealed its doom, but you, but you have come to me. Amen. You've been washed in my blood. You've been filled with my spirit. Rise up. I'm carrying you out of this mess. You ain't gonna deal with it no more. Hallelujah. You ain't got to worry about it no more. Hallelujah. Rise up, my love, my fair one. Come away. Mark 1 and 17, and Jesus said to those men along the Sea of Galilee who would become his disciples, he said, come after me and I will make you to become fishers of men. John chapter 7 verse 37 talks about what happened one time the last, the great day of the feast. Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me. Matthew 11 and 28. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Hallelujah. You see, the Bible, I could go on and on. The Bible is filled with invitations for you and me to come. He's standing with outstretched arms. This is still the day of grace. It's still the time of salvation. It's still the time that we can make everything right with God. What else does Jesus have to do? What else? To get people to make a move. Think about that. The call is plainly here to come over and over and over again. He makes that plea, come. And he has given his word. 
Because I and, and I've had people try to lay this lame excuse on me many, many times down through the years. They say, Well, I've been too bad, I've done too wrong. One thing that really hurt me is I was called to the bedside of a dying man. And this dying man was my kinfolk. I was his uncle, but yet we were raised up together. I, I just, I wasn't very, just much older than he. And he had abused himself all his life with alcohol and drugs. And as I went to his bedside and I walked and he was he was conscious and trying to talk to him about the Lord. And he his reply he said, Jesus can't help me now, Sammy. Jesus can't help me now. But God has made and gave an invitation for everybody to come. And he's made a promise. And if his promise is not good here, none of this book is right. And I'm a fool for standing here doing what I'm doing today. But in John chapter 6, verse 37, he says, all that the Father gives me will come to me, and the one who comes to me I will by no means cast out. Yes, he can do something for you right now. Right now. Right now. He can do something for you if you will only come. Hallelujah. No matter where you're at, no matter what you've done, His blood and His grace is sufficient for me and my life and you and your life. And He's made the promise. Whoever, whoever comes, I will in no wise cast out. And then, as we're talking about this come, Isaiah didn't just say come. He didn't just say come. But he said come now. Come now. Not tomorrow. Not next week. Not when things are going better for you. Not when you got a you when you don't have to work as much. You're trying to build something right now. Hallelujah! When God makes the offer and tells you to come, He said, "Come now, right now." When you feel the Holy Spirit tugging at your heart.
Because can I tell you, that's the only time you can come. It's when the Spirit of God is working and convicting you. John 6, 44, what's it say? Jesus said, no one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draw him. And I will raise him up at the last day. Hallelujah. Come now. Not when you think things will be better. You can't do it just when you want to. You got to do it when you feel something in your heart. That's speaking to you. Apostle Paul said that now, in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2, it says, Now is accepted time. Today is a day of salvation. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Matter of fact, if I didn't know my sins were under the blood, hallelujah, and I hadn't come to God, I wouldn't even wait till the preacher quit preaching this message right now. I would be there. I would come and I would be giving it to God. This is an eternal thing. Hallelujah. What option? Are you going to take? Hallelujah. I would come now. Now, come for, now let's talk about the other part of it. Come for what? Come now. He said to reason together. Now, what in the world did the Lord mean by reasoning together? Come. Come now. And let's reason together. Do you know the answer to that question is in the beauty of the gospel? It's in the beauty of the gospel. The Lord God of heaven is basically saying, let me just put it in in the way maybe I would have wrote it. Look. I'm the one who has been wronged. But I'm giving you the option to come to me so we can work things out. Think about that. I'm the one who's been wronged. I'm the one who's been sinned against. But I'm giving you the option to come to me so we can work things out. That's what is meant by reasoning together. That's what he meant by come, let us reason together. God is saying, hey, don't mess around and be lost. Don't take a chance on having judgment upon you. Come, let's talk about it. Here's the creator of heaven saying to you, come, let's talk about it. He wants to parlay with you. Parlay. Parlay is a term if you got two battling, if you got two battling um, armies, let's say, opposing one another on the battlefield, and they, they're in a standoff, and there's a valley in between. Get this in your in your mind. 
And then one on one side comes out waving a white flag. Let's parlay. I got the fly, white flag here. Don't me and my my folks ain't foreign. Don't foreign us. I, I'm coming out with the fly, white flag. Let's see if we can't reason together. Let's see if we can't parlay. But now the beauty of this is, Brother Bobby Jesus is the one waving the white flag. He has the power just to go poof. And everybody else on the opposite side, gone, vanished. It's kind of like I'm standing there with a stick man and a stick gun. Hallelujah. And another one on the other side that got there with the, with the power of the atomic bomb. Man, could just wipe me out. But it's him. It's Jesus, the one that came waving the floor. Whoa, hallelujah. Can't you feel the flow of the love of God right now? Hallelujah. God wants us to come. He's not willing. God says, I don't want to pass judgment on you. I don't want to see nobody lost. I don't want to see nobody go to hell. He says, so he come. He come waving the white flag. And he waved the white flag all the way to the cross of Calvary. He said, come on, let's parley. Let's work it out. Let's reason together. Oh, Lord, help us, help us, help us. (coughs) Hallelujah. Glory. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. If you are willing and obedient, you can eat the good of the land. You can live blessed in this land that I've given you. You can have everything I'm offering you. You can have it all. If you're willing and obedient, So the first option has two parts. The first is being willing. God is granting you the freedom of choice. You've got to first be willing. Paul told the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians 8 and 12, he said, if there be first a willing mind, if there be first a willing mind, Not too many people are willing today. Not too many. But just being willing is not enough. You got to be willing. You see, grace is a powerful thing. Grace is the most beautiful teaching of the Bible. But grace, as powerful as it is, cannot help you if you are not willing. Think about that. Grace can't help nobody who's not willing. But understand it. Like I said, willingness is the first step. Then there's got to be obedience. Romans 6 and 17. But God be thanked that though you were slaves to sin, yet you've obeyed from the heart, that form of doctrine to which you were delivered. You have obeyed. 
Hallelujah. Repentance. Baptism in his name for the remission or forgiveness of your sins. Being filled with the Holy Spirit. You obeyed. You were willing and you obeyed. Now, you're no longer under any condemnation. Don't let nobody ever lay a guilt trip on you. Hallelujah. Let's talk just briefly about the second option. I said briefly because it's an option that I I don't like. Option number two, you can refuse and rebel. And we're living in a world of rebellious people. One after the other. People don't seem to learn. It started... It started with Bud Light. (laughs) Is that the point now? Bankruptcy. Doing everything they can to straighten things up. But here comes Target. Knowing full well what happened to this other company. I mean, let's, let's, let's face it, you know. How many of us has lived the last 34 years hearing it said, this bud's for you? Well, it ain't going to be for too many people too much longer, don't look like. But Target, they do their thing to try to make happy the 1% or 2%. Forget about the another. 98% that don't believe in the garbage they're trying to push does the same thing. And guess what? They're going down the tube. I've been listening to people, seeing people on social media for uh, for a couple weeks now saying, well, they're through a target. And man, uh, their stocks are dropping, going down. I finally posted, I said, I gave up target. We used to go to target quite a bit. But I quit going to Target when they started allowing grown men to go into little girls' bathrooms. I said, I won't be back no more, and I hadn't. I guarantee you, if I had, if I had a girl go in the bathroom, and there, she's in the restroom, and I look up, and there's a joker going, there, going in there as well, y'all have to come to the prison to visit old Pastor Pruitt. Now, it wasn't, it wasn't about two weeks ago after church, some of us went down to Cracker Barrel. But guess what? Something's stinking in a barrel. They're not learning. Here's all these others going in the toilet. And so they start painting a lot of their white rocking chairs, the rainbow colors, and saying, we're going right along with the Pride Month. And it's already hitting them. I thought I would, we got a, we got a, a, a white front porch on our house, and I've been, I was thinking about getting a, 
uh, uh, I, I like I kind of like them rocking chairs, and I was thinking about getting maybe a couple put on our front on our front porch. But I done been like I'm I'm done like George Jones now. I don't need your rocking chair. You Geritol or your Medicare? Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory. We living in that day, in that hour, where people are being rebellious. And it's not going to get any better. Don't look for it to get any better. It's going to continue to get worse and worse to the coming of the Lord. But that's the option that people have. You can refuse and rebel. Let's talk just a little bit about the final option. We all have offended God at one time or the other. I have offended God, and so you have too. Don't fool yourself. We all have offended God. We all have done God wrong. But God in his love and mercy is calling all of us to come. Let's work things out. Come on. I want you to be with me in glory. I've created a heaven with streets of gold, gates of pearl, walls of jasper. I created it for you. I want you to come. No more sickness. No more pain. No more death. Come on. So we don't have to live our life in condemnation and then die under judgment. Every man and woman has that option provided. And I'm coming to a close. But if we refuse and rebel... And the Bible says we all think that witchcraft and sorcery and stuff like that is really bad. But the Bible says rebellion is like the sin of witchcraft. <laughs> we refuse and rebel against his offer to come. We do got that right. The consequences are very different. And I'm going to close by reading Proverbs <clears throat> chapter 1. Verses 23 to 29. God here doing the talking. He said, turn at my rebuke. He had been rebuking them. He said, but I want you to make a turn. I want you to make a turnaround. If you do, I'm going to pour my spirit out upon you. Oh, Lord, glory to God. I'm going to pour my spirit out. If you will come. If you will listen to my rebuke and what I told you, where you missed it at. He said, I want to pull my spirit down you. He said, I will make my words known to you. That's what you're going to get if you'll come. But if you refuse and rebel, he said, this is what's going to happen because I have called and you refused. I have stretched out my hand and no one regarded it. 
because you disdained all my counsel and would have none of my rebuke. Now here's this same God of love and mercy that we have all been fortunate enough to live on. He said, I will also laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your terror comes. When your terror comes like a storm and your destruction comes like a whirlwind, when distress and anguish come upon you, then they will call on me, but I will not answer. They will seek me diligently, but they will not find me. Then they will call on me, but I will not answer. They will seek me diligently, but they will not find me. Because they hated my knowledge, I did not choose the fear of the Lord. Which option? Which option are we going to take? I'm talking to you watching online, wherever you may be. If you've been putting it off, you need, don't need to put it off no longer. I have given them a song to play, and I'm, on this, I'm standing here. Let's stand together. We've been talking about coming. Whatever it is, as they play the video, I'm not going to be playing music as they play that video. Go ahead and start it. Let's all just bow our head right now and just pray to God. Think about it. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. You've heard the message. What is it you need to do? What is it God asks you to come to do? Hallelujah. Oh, Lamb, God, are you going to come? Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Pray for that family member that's lost or lukewarm or backsliding. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for this word. Thank you for the word, God. Hallelujah. Yes, Jesus. Hallelujah. What is it that you... Look, I come broken to be mended. I come wounded to be healed. What is your need? I come desperate to be rescued. I come empty, Lord, to be filled. Oh, God, I come guilty. I want to be pardoned. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, Lord. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, God. Have your way, mighty God. I would be lost. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Together, I want us to pray for God to bring in those that are lost, those that are cold, those that are broken, those need mending. Let's pray right now. Father God, as we come, we have heard your word. I'm asking God that you will help us, give us the grace and the mercy, the understanding, Lord, for him all to come. We want to see the lost, the backslider, those that have been wounded, God, in the name of Jesus, God. While the door is open, while the call is being made, those who've never repented, those who've never been baptized, let them come in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Jesus, let him do it for you. Let him do it for you. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise right now. As I said in the beginning, I didn't know why God was having me to go the way that I went in this message, but just help me believe and pray that if nobody here in the audience Somebody somewhere that's watching this or will watch. And we I find out more and more all the time. We we have a good big number of people that watch. Now and I say this, I I don't I don't go along with this. Believe me, I don't go along with this. But it wasn't long ago that some some man <coughs> told me that how well he enjoys the Bible teaching on Wednesday night. And sometimes he stays home from his church so he could listen to the lesson. <laughs> uh, I said, well, you know, it goes in the archive. Go ahead and go to your church and you can watch it later. Amen. Well, thank God somebody appreciates pastor's teaching. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Remember Wednesday night? Um, 
at uh, 7 o'clock. Uh, there's a couple things for you to check as you leave. The men who would like to take part in the fellowship breakfast, that sign-up sheet is on the welcome. And then uh, Ronnie told you this year, because the 75th homecoming anniversary is special, uh, we're not we're not getting church T-shirts. We're going a little bit nicer, and, and the cost is not going to be that much more of what we normally have to pay for the T-shirts. But these are going to be nice polo shirts with our uh, our emblem, Christ Family Church, and the year uh, on it. Uh, if you'd like to have one, uh, you sign up. I think you t- what size you want and all that stuff is on is on the board back there. We'll be back next week, Father's Day, hoping to see you then. Let's bow our heads and thank God for this service. Father, we come to you right now. We thank you and we praise you for this service. I thank you, God, for the spirit of God we felt. Thank you, God, for uh, what you have given us through your word. And I believe that seed has been sown today in the hearts of men and women. Bless each and every one. Keep everybody safe on the roads. In Jesus' name, may the church say, God bless you. We love you in the Lord. Hallelujah.